0: Hey everyone, Kira Davis here. If you're like me, you're always looking for new ways to be healthier, be more fit. Well, eating better is easier than ever with Factor's Delicious Ready to Eat Meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, There's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You've got your two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals. They're ready to heat and eat whenever you are. You've got pancakes, smoothies, and a lot more than that. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. I like this part a lot. Factor is flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. My husband and I travel a lot for work, and some weeks we need more meals than others. So that is a huge plus. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. I'm not a very good cook, so I love that sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. And y'all, don't we all want to save more money these days? Don't we all need to save more money these days so you can save money and eat right? What's not to love here? Well, check this out. If you go over to factormeals.com slash J-L-T-Y-50 and you use code J-L-T-Y-50, you'll get 50% off. Talk about saving money. So factor, F-A-C-T-O-R, factormeals.com slash J-L-T-Y-50 and use my code, my code, J-L-T-Y-50, and you'll get 50% off. That's code J-L-T-Y-50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off
1: That's join M-I-D-I, dot com.
0: Hey, everybody, Kira Davis here, host of Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis, and I've got some exciting news for you. We are doing our first live show, that's right, this July, July 24th, 6 p.m. in Cleveland, Ohio, at the Go Mode Cafe on St. Clair Avenue. I'll be hosting a live show. I'll have some special guests, some discussions, and a meet and greet afterwards. You don't want to miss this. Get your tickets today. It's a small venue, so get them before they sell out. Go to eventbrite.com and search Just Listen to Yourself or head over to my social media pages on Twitter at JustJLTY or on Facebook at JustJLTY. I hope to see you in Cleveland next month, Saturday the 24th. Don't miss it.
2: This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities and where real talk lives. Online at FCBRadio.com. F-C-B. If you don't like the way I
0: talk, then why am I on your mind? If
1: you don't like the way I talk, then why are we wasting time? We fight and we argue, you'll soon love me blind. If we don't miss this whole thing up, guaranteed I can blow your mind. one tonight I'm alive in a dollar sign, guaranteed I can
0: blow your mind. one Tonight I'm alive in a dollar sign, guaranteed I can blow your mind. one Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis. This is a mini episode, so not a full episode, but just an episode where I get to rant and rave about issues that are on my mind or and or I get to interview interesting people. I think coming up Next week or the week after, I'm not sure because I don't even know what day it is right now. I've been so busy. I think we're having Carol Roth from Fox Business. She's going to be on the show to talk about her new book, which is about the travesty of what has happened to American small businesses in the last year. And also just talk about, you know, the financial world, the industry, how this this whole COVID thing has affected us and, and what she sees as as bad signs for the economy and what we need to do moving forward. Carol is really cool. Also, what's going on is over at davisnation.locals.com, which is our community over there. Over there, I'm doing a series of interviews with my community. And it is called Meet the Community. And uh, I'm having a great time. I mean, I've only done one so far, but I've had a great time. That was with Rachel. And so I've got another one coming up. And I just decided that one of the things that I've always wanted to do in this punditry job is to meet and talk to interesting people. That's actually the only thing I've ever wanted to do. I I look at the interviews that some of my friends get with envy because I think, oh, that's just the most interesting person. And, and that's all I've ever wanted to do is I'm a talker. I love talking. I love debate. And I thought if I could just get paid to talk to and debate intelligent people. Oh, man what a job. And so I get to do that a lot. I I still, there are still many, many intellectuals out there that I, that I'm just not at a high enough level to kind of attract on the interview uh, circuit. But I was having conversations with my, with my uh, community members over on our locals community. And you, they're so fascinating. You guys are so fascinating. And the people on there have done so much with their lives. It's like, they don't get recognition. Then there's not, fanfare. They don't have a blue check on Twitter and and they don't get to go on Fox News, but they're equally as fascinating as some of the people that I would label oh the most fascinating people on earth. And I'm like, why am I waiting for this magical fascinating celebrity to come along when I've got real life people here in this community who are regular Americans, first of all. So that makes them better than everybody else (laughs) and they're really interesting and educated and thoughtful and and that's always what I've aimed to do with this show too is to kind of kind of strip bare the judgments we have about each other and kind of just get to the nuts and bolts of an issue and and to teach ourselves to not take pushback of uh, to not be offended by pushback or disagreement, and recognize that every person has something really interesting to offer you. I get asked that a lot. There are a lot of people who are like, I don't know how you do it. How do you walk into a room and you can have a conversation with any person there and it never seems like you're bored? Now, that part is acting. Sometimes I'm incredibly bored. There are some people who are boring. Typically, those people, though, aren't you know what the movies would tell us, like, oh, here's the boring guy talking to me about taxes. Or, no, I can find interesting things about taxes. I don't know a lot about taxes or being a tax lawyer. Talk to me about that. You know, that's cool. Uh, show, tell me something I don't know. Typically, the people who are most boring, and I've learned this being in L.A. culture for over a dozen years, are the people who are, who are very self self-absorbed and like to talk about, you know, their their material. Lives, material gain, material wealth. Those people like to pretend they're the most interesting people in the world, and maybe to each other they are, but to to someone like me and probably you too, if you're listening to this show, no, that's not that's not the makeup of an interesting person. If you build ships in a bottle, I'm gonna find a way to talk to you about that. That's the thing that that is the key. If you want some advice on how to walk into a room and be able to talk to anybody? And hold a conversation without looking for an escape route. <laughs> um, the way you do it is is that you hone in on what that person does that you don't know about. And then just ask them questions. And everybody does something that you don't know much about. And I have, I, that's how you find great party stories. And that's how you find great anecdotes and, and things that you can translate to a podcast. And uh, can, did you just hear that little click? Click, click. That little click is is the Locals page. So my Locals page was open, and it was I usually close it because that's the notification. Someone's dinged me on Locals. I'm not going to check it out now because I'm talking to you. But uh, the whole point is that there are very interesting people out there. A lot of them are on my Locals page, so I'm doing a Meet the Community series. And if you want to get in on that series, if you want me to interview you for the Locals page, and if you have your own uh, things going on, I will release our video conversation to you after a few weeks and you can do whatever you want with it. So if you if you want to meet people and and you can push whatever product you want, you can talk about whatever you're doing in your life, talk about a fundraiser you got going on, whatever you want. Get on over to davisnation.locals.com su- subscribe today, you'll get bonus episodes and videos. I'm sorry I haven't been updating videos lately. It's been a a really busy season for me, but I I sometimes I like to go on there and just cut a quick video talking to you guys in a manner that maybe I wouldn't (laughs) talk on this show anyways the whole point is get on over there and join the community and meet some really interesting people and have some open honest discussion that you don't have to worry about friends and family who might not agree with you seeing okay another big announcement we are doing a live show just listen to yourself is doing its first live show we're coming to Cleveland this July, Saturday, July 24th at 6 p.m. at the Go Mode Cafe. It's on St. Clair Avenue, and we're going to do a live show. I'm going to have some special guests to help uh, facilitate a discussion. We'll, do, we'll record it, and then I'll do a Q&A session with you guys. I'll answer all your questions, whatever you want to ask, and afterwards, a meet and greet. And it's the day after my birthday, so I... I don't expect you to bring presents. Presents aren't required to get in the door, but they will get you extra brownie points. I'm just saying. But if you want to have a meet and greet, we'll take take photos. We'll I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. I'll have some things for sale there that you can grab and and sign. We'll just we'll hang out. We'll do is we'll do the things that people do at live shows. I don't know. This will be my first live show, so be an early adopter. Get in there. If you want tickets, go to eventbrite.com and search Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis and it'll pop up. Or hit up any of my social media accounts and you'll see um, how to purchase tickets there. That's at JustJLTY on Twitter and it's the same on Facebook. It's the same on Facebook. Did you know that you can actually have a tag on Facebook for your public page? Yeah, uh, it's just like a Twitter handle. At JustJLTY will take you to my Facebook page and you can see how to to purchase tickets now. I will tell you that the that the venue is a is limited capacity. So tickets are going to go fast and make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible so that you have a spot. I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to do this. I want to talk about this is going to be a quick one today because I'm kind of just getting this off my chest. But today, uh, we have decided to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. Now, Juneteenth is the day that we, cel- we celebrate. We is is subjective here, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. We celebrate the emancipation of the slaves. It is not the day of the Emancipation Proclamation. It is a day that was chosen afterwards to to mark the anniversary. It's kind of like we have Martin Luther King day, but it's different from his birthday kind of thing. So in the black community, again, for those of you who know anything about my story, I'm Canadian and I have an American father and I met him as a a preteen and then traveled back and forth between rural Canada and Washington DC for the rest of my life. And that's eventually how I became a, a full fledged American. So my introduction to American culture was through Washington DC, the chocolate city. So I mean, that is the blackest city in America, maybe blacker than Atlanta, I would say I, I would say I've been both places. And I would say so anyways, to me, like Juneteenth was always celebrated in D.C., always. I that That's the culture I came in on. That's how I was introduced to black culture. I've never lived anywhere where we don't celebrate Juneteenth. I think we had this conversation during the uh, when we were talking about should lift every voice and sing be be uh, included at the. NFL games or whatever, when we were talking about kneeling for the anthem and stuff like that. And a lot of white people were sort of upset at it, and I was like, look, this, this song isn't brand new. Like, we sing it everywhere. I've never been... I, I learned it going to school in Washington, D.C. in the 8th grade. I learned, lift every voice and sing. We had to sing it at the beginning of every day alongside the national anthem. It was included in, in how we learned about our patriotism. And so... To me, it seemed normal. And Juneteenth has always been that way as well. I never really understood why white people didn't celebrate Juneteenth. I just kind of assumed it's because white people were too racist. And you know how I feel about labeling all white people as racist, but I always did kind of think of this as like, okay, this is one of those things that this is what black folks do and white folks don't want any part of it. I didn't realize that a lot of white people didn't know what it was. I really didn't. But here is, this is the thing I'm talking about. This is why it's so important to not label everything racism because sometimes it's just cultural. Sometimes it is just cultural ignorance. Just It's just a difference between cultures. Majority culture doesn't have their foot a lot of the times. In minority culture, that's a numbers game. It's a statistics game. It's not a judgment of your character. So like your surprise, maybe, to learn about Juneteenth, Juneteenth, I was surprised to learn that there were many people who didn't know what it was. And that's because the only exposure I've ever had to to black culture in America has included Juneteenth. So today we find out Juneteenth is a federal holiday and there's a ton of conservatives on Twitter complaining about it. And I could not believe it. I could not believe what my eyes were seeing. I woke up to this tweet from, like, I don't understand why folks are mad about it. So I'm talking to you. If you're mad about this Juneteenth thing that you think it's some kind of pandering, or, I'm going to give you a reason to feel okay about it. And in fact, I might, I might scold you a little bit because I don't, if you're angry about this, I don't think you're seeing the whole picture here. I woke up to this tweet from Charlie Kirk today. who's a. If you don't know who Charlie Kirk is, he's a big conservative pundit. He's kind of the guy who gave us Candace Owens um she worked for him for a long time before kanye blew up her spot so he says lincoln knew america's founding was july 4th 1776 he knew that was the day our amazing nation made a step from ideal to reality juneteenth is an affront to the unity of july 4th we now have two summer holidays and one of them is based on race shame on the gop for supporting this isn't this is this is wow this is red meat garbage I I wouldn't expect less from Charlie Kirk cuz this is his shtick but this reading me me reading this made my blood boil. I mean, what a I don't even hardly know where to start and I'll just use this tweet cuz this is a mini episode and I can't go too long. So I won't go through all of the other like complaints I've been seeing on Twitter today. This is perfectly representative of the cranky faction of the conservative base that is mad about Juneteenth. Number one, what a missed opportunity. Juneteenth, I mean, every day, uh, if you go on social media, and liberals, you'll know this, right? Because we conservatives like to tell you uh, GOP is the party of Lincoln. The Republican Party is is the party of emancipation. We love to tell you all that. We love to remind you all that you guys were the ones, Democrats, who gave us Jim Crow who supported slavery, who supported segregation. You know, that's that's all y'all. That's all you guys. We love to remind you of that. Well, here's an opportunity to remind the world, but somehow Democrats have gotten around, excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Democrats have gotten around this this publicity angle, right? They figured out how to repackage themselves and remarket the Democrat Party into what we see today. And so now we we have the traditional divisions now that are really media generated, I think, um, of, of which party's racist and which not, which is not. Well, that was a brilliant marketing campaign, PR campaign by the Democrat Party, and they won it. So here is a great opportunity for the GOP to kind of rebrand in the modern era. And you got people like Charlie Kirk out there saying, oh, this is a this is a holiday based on race. No, this is a holiday based on slavery. This is a holiday based on the 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 entire country's rescue from the sin of slavery. We were all rescued from the sin of slavery. Now only some Americans experience slavery as a as an abject horror. But every American suffered because of slavery, because slavery is abject sin. And we were mired in this sin. And so there was no way for our country to really thrive under under such a system. So we all were freed from slavery. What is wrong with celebrating that and celebrating it as a Republican victory? What a way to rebrand dare the Democrats to like it. It's just amazing that that Republicans have managed to make this a bad thing instead of daring the Democrats to make it a bad thing. You play it up, and then you make Democrats tell you why Juneteenth is a bad holiday. You know what I mean? Like what a missed opportunity just because because there are some Republicans who are just so mired in that they're so they're so glued to this us versus them mentality that they don't even understand how to claim a victory when it's sitting right in front of them. Juneteenth is not just, it's not a black holiday. It's been a black holiday because y'all white folks haven't recognized it for whatever reason. You didn't know it was there or you didn't want to know it was there. So we just celebrated it on our own without much fuss, without kicking up much fuss. A lot of white folks are mad about it now because it's coming in on the heels of Black Lives Matter and all of this angst and, and pulling down statues and y'all know how i feel about that go back and listen to all of my episodes on all of those things and what have i told you go back and listen to the stat to the erasing history episode where i talk about should we be pulling down statues what do i say there i say no yes these are racist monuments but we shouldn't pull down we should build up alongside them why can't juneteenth be another monument to the history of america two summer holidays doesn't sound that bad to me we have Memorial Day. That's a summer holiday. And we have Labor Day. These are, these are, we look at them as bookends, but it's the idea that you're, are you mad about another summer holiday? Are you you're mad that we're honoring a holiday that honors the freed? It's just, I don't even understand this pushback, except that it is based only in, this is what happens when your political pundits become slaves, forgive the pun become slaves to punditry culture, when they become slaves to the cliques, Kirk has no interest in working this out to the advantage of the GOP. He's a fundraiser, and he's going to keep raising funds based on the outrage that he can keep stoked among his followers. It's a ridiculous thing to be upset about. It's a holiday and it's an American holiday. And in fact, I find it very offensive that there are so many conservative pundits on Twitter right now. I'm reading these tweets as I'm talking to you. There are so many conservative pundits who are painting this as some kind of concession. It's not a concession. I said I put this argument on Twitter. Hey, the smart move here is to is to package this and message this as a Republican victory and then dare the Democrats to to tell us why Juneteenth is a bad holiday that's the smart move Cardillo what's his bio say do you do you guys follow me He's a lot of followers Is like 250,000 followers um he was used to be NYPD he says he's on tv and he told he said well I couldn't disagree more with this republicans have to stop pandering to voting blocks that hate and won't vote for them Dems are literally the party of slavery, yet they own the black vote. Trump gave the black community record low unemployment, and they still voted for Biden. Now, I said any Democrat reading your response would say, yeah, I made the right choice. How is this? Government goes to show who goes to who shows up. The black vote, I believe, is an episode I did. Go back and listen to that. It goes to who shows up. And Cardillo here is proving to us why the black vote still goes to Democrats, even though he's absolutely right. That the, that the GOP has a lot of attractive programs and ideas that would be helpful to the black community. Conservatism does, I'll say that. That's why I'm conservative. And they're not really marketed well, but also we're not showing up. We got guys like this who are like they, they, they just expect the black vote to matriculate over to them without earning it at all. We have. A, well Trump's one guy. What did Trump do? He did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but he's one guy and he's gone now. What's the rest of the GOP doing? You know what I mean? What a ridiculous complaint. Show up. It's still going to Democrats because we're not showing up. And we have guys like this saying it's not even worth it to show up. He's already given up on the black community. He's already given up on the black vote. Is that an attractive message to black voters? Mr. Cardillo... Juneteenth is not a black holiday it is an American holiday it just so happens that black people have been celebrating it without y'all white folks for a while so I'm sorry that it's not valid to you because you've never heard of it but for us it's it's a normal holiday it's not a big deal and and it should be something that we should embracing be embracing why is it pandering? Answer me this, folks. Why is it pandering when you want to reach out to black folks? But when y'all want to reach out to your base, which is white people, right? When you want to reach out to the evangelical base or the conservative base or that middle class Midwestern base that's that's mostly white folks in the Republican Party. right? Because I came in on the Tea Party movement and that was a movement to usurp the elitists in the Republican Party. And it's a movement that's still, it's not called the Tea Party movement anymore, but it's still, as you guys can tell from the news cycle, a battle that everybody is fighting. It's always been the elites versus the base, versus the grassroots base. Guys like this are will say, well, they need to really start responding to their base more and listening to us, which I would agree with him on that, right? That's what I kind of fight for as a grassroots conservative, you know, kick out the elites and listen to the people. So we would agree on that point. Why is it? Why is that engagement? But when you when I'm saying you need to go and make those same appeals to the black community, that's pandering. No, that's offensive. What you're saying is black people should just give us their loyalty and their vote because once again you're just looking at us as pawns as political pawns as votes to be won instead of people to be helped and supported I do not understand the pushback against Juneteenth except that some of you all have convinced yourselves that Juneteenth is somehow a Democrat holiday and you have the opportunity to turn the tables on that and instead some of you guys can only whine about having to take on a new holiday. And I know it's because it's connected to this all, all this uglier stuff that we don't want to have to listen to, and that is problematic. But as I say on the show all the time, we're not having the conversations we need to have without these squeaky wheels on the left. I don't like it, and I'm pushing against it because I think it's filled with hate and bitterness and illogic. But the conversation itself is happening because these people are being so loud. And it's a conversation worth having. And instead of being angry about Juneteenth and feeling like you're having something shoved down your throat, how about flipping the script and daring the other side to tell you why Juneteenth isn't a Republican holiday? Why it isn't conducive to the conservative values system? Because what will happen is is the left, and I'm speaking to righties now, obviously, but, but my left-wing friends will recognize this is just PR strategy, right? Like you, you've you got to set up a for and an and against. And the left has been really good at making the right be the against. You know, the, the left will be like, this is what we're for. Here, here are the things we're for. We're for tolerance. How can you hate tolerance? We're for immigrants. We love immigrants. How can you hate? How can you be against immigrants, right? And that sets up And that sets up the GOP, the right, as having to be the anti because 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 they've wrestled the language to mean a very narrow definition. And then when the GOP folks want to talk about, well, illegal immigration versus legal, it doesn't matter. The Democrats won that war on the messaging. And so now it's either for or against and there is no nuance. Democrats will recognize that strategy and recognize that it's worked quite well. I don't know why Republicans, particularly Republican voters, can't. And I don't know why everyone is so vitriolic about this. I cannot believe the hate I am getting on Twitter for calling people out for their abject racism on this issue. Like, it is absolutely ridiculous to be upset. I, I know a lot of times I'm, I'm look, we got to see both sides. But I do, if you are upset about this, you are looking at this the wrong way way conservatives i'm talking to you this is a win this is a victory take it don't how do you think a winning message is we have we have july 4th and that's all we need guys i love july 4th i it is i everybody should celebrate it it should be a holiday. It is to me my favorite day of the year as far as that holiday calendar is, is considered. I get weepy and misty when I when I celebrate the fourth. But July 4th did not start America for everybody. We need to recognize that. Again, this is why we need to have a more robust teaching of history. America didn't begin on July 4th, 1776 for every American. There were still several hundred thousand Americans who had yet to experience the glory of this country. It did not begin for them on July 4th. It's not fair to pretend that it did. But we can all celebrate it now as, 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 as a common holiday and a common recognition that no matter what happened before or after July 4th, that the end result is we all get to be here on the great, in the greatest country on earth together today. Yeah, we still celebrate July. Why shouldn't we add Juneteenth to that? Because for our fellow Americans back in that day, for our fellow Americans, they did not get to participate in the full glory of what the fourth meant for the freedom of this country. That was not their Emancipation Day. And it, that's not a bad thing. It's, I think people, some people are upset at being reminded of our racist history. But to me, I, I, I love to talk about it because look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. Yes, we should use Juneteenth as a a jumping off point for a July 4th celebration. We should look at those things as going hand in hand, like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving is when we all recognize that we're about, we're a few weeks from Christmas. We're about to hit the the hardcore Christmas season here. Why can't Juneteenth act like that for the 4th? Hardcore summer season coming up. This is when we now we're leading into July 4th. America's really on fire now. This is nothing to be afraid of. And this is nothing to be angry about. This is something to celebrate. There are absolutely no downsides to this. There's like no downsides to this. Except if you don't think we should be having so many federal holidays. (laughs) Which when I look at the school calendar, I agree. Like, oh my gosh, there's another day off. Give me a break. Uh, So in that respect, sure. Guys, Juneteenth, it's a great day. It's a great Republican day. It's a great day for anyone who calls themselves a conservative. And and for Democrats and liberals, it's your day too, right? It's all of our, it's, it's not a black day. Stop looking at it as a black day. It's not. It's an American day. This is a problem that I've been talking about with how we're teaching history and what is going on with with, um, how we view black history, black history month versus American history. These are all one. This is one story. If you talk to a Christian, a Bible believing Christian, they will tell you that the Bible is one story. It's not old Testament and new Testament or Hebrew Bible and Christian Bible. The Bible is one story and, and anyone, any theologian worth their salt will point to passages in the old Testament that show you Jesus. That show you where where they are are talking about the sun, the Trinity, and how the sun will become flesh at one point. the Bible is one story that leads to one glorious I don't want to say ending but beginning America is one story people this This nation is one story. We do not tell the whole story without all of the people involved and all of the ugliness and all of the craziness and all the races and cultures and and the wars and the, the thievery and the thriving and the charity and the heroism and all of it is one story. Juneteenth is is perfectly fine to include in our story. This is your story. Conservatives, Republicans, white people. It's your story. Tell it and celebrate it. Being angry about it is just a reaction to your TV cable news. Stop that. It's unhelpful. Hey everyone, Kira Davis here. If you're like me, you're always looking for new ways to be healthier, be more fit. Well, eating better is easier than ever with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Also, There's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You've got your two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals. They're ready to heat and eat whenever you are. You've got pancakes, smoothies, and a lot more than that. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. I like this part a lot. Factor is flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. My husband and I travel a lot for work and some weeks we need more meals than others. So that is a huge plus. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. I'm not a very good cook. So I love that. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. And y'all, don't we all want to save more money these days? Don't we all need to save more money these days so you can save money and eat right? What's not to love here? Well, check this out. If you go over to factormeals.com slash JLTY50 and you use code JLTY50, you'll get 50% off. Talk about saving money. So Factor, F-A-C-T-O-R, factormeals.com slash J-L-T-Y-50. And use my code, my code, J-L-T-Y-50, and you'll get 50% off. That's code J-L-T-Y-50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off. Eating better's never been easier.
2: Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. politics are becoming
1: more and more divisive every day my name is colin jackson i'm the co-host of not another political podcast where we reject popular opinions and prioritize solutions over partisan dogma download not another political podcast on iheart radio apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast entertainment today
0: get excited about this and if you're not excited about it fake it till you make it because i don't see any reasonable explanation for being opposed to this maybe you don't like it or maybe you don't maybe you don't even care about it name it and claim it that's what we say in the church name it and claim it be excited about this be excited about this this is or at the very least don't be mad about it you know maybe you don't need to feign excitement but i mean i don't know i feel like as a conservative who votes republican most of the time you know i just feel like this is a messaging and marketing opportunity that a lot of conservative pundits at least on social media seem to be overlooking the republicans seem to be getting it right they're they're starting to get the the marketing of all this but i do resent the implication that black people are because we are generally conservative and in, in our social beliefs that somehow we just owe Republicans our votes and I get that we we act that way with Democrats but that's because Democrats put in the the legwork we stopped having to think about it why don't you give us a reason to start thinking about it again you know that's not a bad thing it's not pandering it's engagement just so offensive to be like oh when we're talking to white people that's engagement but when we're talking to black people that's pandering get it together America come on Look how far we've come. Man, this is the greatest country on earth. This is the greatest country on earth. And we are blessed to be here. So what's one more day to celebrate that? All right, guys, that's all for me for this mini episode. I will catch you next time on Just Listen to Yourself. If you don't like the way I talk, then why am I on your
1: mind? If you don't like the way I talk, then why are we wasting time? We fight and we argue, you'll still love me blind. If we don't miss this whole thing, up, guaranteed I can blow your mind. One tonight, I'm alive in a dollar sign, guaranteed I can blow your mind. One tonight, I'm alive in a dollar sign, guaranteed I can blow your mind. Mwah. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide